Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Chase Rolfson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 208 of the Working Class Bowhunter. This podcast was recorded at the 2018 Iowa Deer Classic in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm going to make this intro quick because I'm just not feeling the intro right now because I want to get to the content, and Steve's not here to make me feel better about myself the two spotlight sponsors which i now decided i'm not going to use the word spotlight on a hunting podcast the two featured sponsors of this episode is elite archery the rituals there at the classic everyone was shooting it that bow is amazing get to your local dealer and shoot that baby it's i dare i say the best bow ever made dare i maybe i just did also sin crusher the ozone go helped on the way down to the classic and I forgot the room clean. That would have helped so much in the podcast studio at the Classic from the smell of Steve mixed Pedialyte and Bushlight and it spilt. That would have helped clean that up and Steve's farts. He's kind of the root of all our problems. I'm kind of gathering this after just over 200 episodes. So maybe I'm the root of the problem. Hmm. Anyway, veteran shout-outs got to go to the boys at 
heroes hunting because they are the ones that originally introduced us to the Prairie Storm outfitting crew. Um, on this episode, Merck and John are the guys that sit in. Blake had to run the booth there at the Classic, so he's got to take care of business while taking care of the podcast business all at the same time. But we're going to try and get down and do a turkey hunt with these boys. Um, they got an awesome operation from turkey to anything you can possibly imagine. Um, and then one other thing real quick that I want to talk about before we get into the podcast is our buddy Jeremy Meyer from Buckstorm. Uh, check out episode 199. His father-in-law had a work accident and is bound to a wheelchair. And something that he's doing is he's he's got a fundraiser out um, on a GoFundMe to help him get raise money to get an electric vehicle of some sort, whether it's a side-by-side, something that they can modify so he can get his wheelchair in there and get out to the field. Um, Jeremy took him out last year, and he shot a turkey. He's got a – it's all on Buckstorm. You can find them on YouTube. Um but he's trying to raise money to make it easy for him to access um, the outdoors. And we all love the outdoors. So it would imagine being in a situation where it was a pain in the ass just for you to get out there to enjoy it. So what he's trying to do is raise money, get this for him, make it to where he can get out there, enjoy the outdoors with ease, just like we all can. So if you listen to this podcast enough and you enjoy it, our, our content's free. If you can just go throw a dollar on it, throw 10 bucks on it, whatever you can do. That would be amazing. If not, I understand it. I hate to do this, but this is for a great cause, and it breaks my heart to see that someone's struggling to enjoy the outdoors. So if you guys can get over there, I'll link the GoFundMe in the description of this episode. They're doing something really good. Um, Buckstorm's just a refreshing outlet for video, hunting videos especially. Um, It's different from what you see on TV. There's no commercials. There's no ads, none of that stuff. But go there. It's, It's filmed raw. Check out Buckstorm. Donate what you can. That'd be greatly appreciated. And I'm just going to leave you guys with that. I hope you enjoy this episode. We love you as always. We're here at uh, the 2018 Iowa Deer Classic. This is the working class bonus <laughs> strong, strong start, bro. There's no way. <laughs> I am Steve. In the uh, room here at the Deer Classic is Kurt Geyer. Hey, guys. Eric Hammond. Hello. Doug Schmidt. What's up? Uh, Tyler's over there. What's Yo. up, Ty? <laughs> Call him Yo. Ty. And... Oh, my God. Back by popular demand, uh, the boys from Prairie Storm Outfitting, Merck, and the other dude. What's going on, dude? <laughs> hey, how are you? Present. Th- that dude. podcast was very um, – the last one we did last year was noteworthy because of the taser. Oh. Um, I think you guys were great, but I feel like the taser stole the whole show, and that's how people remember the taser. It, you know, That's how they remember your episodes, the taser. I think that was the distraction. So here we are at the makeup episode. Yep. You got to bring it back this this time, guys. You know. Well, we'll try our best, but I've been married for sixteen years, and you know, battery operated devices take the show eventually. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right, it right already started. Right off the bat. And right off the bat. Dynamite. Alrighty. <laughs> hey there. How are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> All right. So uh, do the thing for the love of God. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. <laughs> Okay, I had to get out of the... Dude, it's too funny. Good man. grief. We, dude, we, um, yeah, again, we podcasted with you guys last year with uh, dude, Heroes Hunting. I think about that all the time when you got tased. Yeah. And the chick from Hogwild, Courtney, came in. It was good for business and bad for business. It was awesome. Mostly good. It was, it was good. Have you been tased since then? That was my next question. No. 
No. I Why did you look at me? I, I, was, I was trying to think if I got tased or if it was just Blake that got tased. Is it on Mike Blake. On? Yeah, we, we tased my Yeah, mom. is your mic what? on? I cannot hear you. Hello. Oh, oh hey, there he is. There you go. Hey, hey guy. Nice well, to uh, hear you. It's on. <laughs> Sorry, somebody's dying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What, what is that actually? That's that's legitimately someone a, dying. That's an EMS page for the for the city that I work in. Like uh, anytime anything happens, like a fire. Or okay, well, what happened? Well, I don't know. We'd have to listen to it, but I think that's kind of confidential. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble and lose yeah. my real job. <laughs> lose my real job. I can't really do this. Yeah. What? So what? Prairie Storm ain't paying the bills. Sorry, guys. Right. We thought you'd book so a in the middle there. of all this. I got uh, PrairieStormOutfitting.com. Is your the website to check you guys out? You guys yeah. are actually from an outfitter. We are friends now, so we're like bullshitting around and we're being all goofy. But oh, yeah. for guys that really want to know the business, PrairieStormOutfitting dot com. Figure we get that out of the way at the beginning. Fair enough. Before we lose everyone, have to bring it right back in. So <laughs> what's up, B Town? Yeah, right. Oh, I'm good. I've been priming. How primed are you? The buzz balls? I'm pretty primed. You know, <laughs> buzz balls. nine a.m. Wow. <laughs> you guys, how, so, many yeah. you, how many did you drink? Buzz balls. Well, you've had three? Three? He's had three today. Dude, I've if, had two. But if, a lot of those. Yeah. yeah now one of these. bush lattes. You know? so, yeah. If you're working class guys and you're looking for an outfitter that, you know, you're like, I don't want to just meet some old rich guy, rich farmer, old guy. I want to meet uh, some outfitters where I might not go a couple days hunting because I got hammered with these no, guys. No, that's a bad sell. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are working class guys. You guys are fun and you know what you're doing. That's the sell. You guys work. are right. That's the thing. We... We pride ourselves. We're all hunters. Yeah. We're not. We're not that guy that has a million dollar lodge and just going to collect your money. Right. We want you to come out, have a good time, and still go after what you're going after. I mean, mm, it's meant for everybody. Like I tell everybody when I'm trying to sell a hunt, I want the guy that comes in on the first day of archery season to have the same chance at a world class whitetail as the last guy that comes in the last day of rifle season. Yeah. And I want him to have a good time doing it. For sure. For sure. Oh, well, well, you guys are easy. You, you guys are. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep hitting the table. Hit the table. No, you guys are a blast. Like you guys are. We a cute hit a couple, by the way. We, we, <laughs> we hit it all. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually asked that last year really? in, uh, in Wisconsin. We had a. We had a. Uh, I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> they guys are a couple. We had a lady of color come up to us at Walmart. <laughs> okay, here we go. And she said, "Y'all's twins." <laughs> I'm like, "No, we're legitimately not." She's like, "No, you guys are brothers." No, we're not. He's from here. He's from Wisconsin. I'm not. You're brown. And it doesn't help that he's 35, sure, 36. We'll go with that. He's like 35, 36. He could be 40. I don't know. Wait, but. how old are you? I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, good God. If you're 23 with a full career, God bless you, but if you're 23 really looking like that, you ain't going to make 25, brother. I'm just giving you a hard time. Steve's talking shit. down from here. Yeah, look at Steve right now. Look at me, dude. <laughs> well, what I wanted to do quick before we really cut her loose yeah, is talk about Prairie Storm Outfitting quick while people are uh-huh. still like interested in... Uh, you know, because you guys have a legitimate operation. Like, it, it sounds like crazy because we're buddies now, so we're like joking right, around yeah, and shit. No, but no, like, you guys got some good critters running around where you're. And at. we're talking about doing a turkey hunt with you guys here soon. Yeah, and absolutely. So we actually are. Like, we trust them enough to go take our time and take our vacation to go hunt with you guys. We were wondering what took you so long. Well, that's the thing. We don't pride ourselves <laughs> on knowing everything, but like when a client goes out and hunts with us, whether it's deer, or turkey, and they tell us something like, "Hey, 
maybe if you put some branches over here and create a funnel in this area, it'd better my chances. Mm-hmm. Well, when that client comes back and we actually go out and I'll you're, just do my hands. You're fine. You're fine. I'm going to do it with my <laughs> but, hands. But we go actually out and do it, and when they see that, they keep coming back. Right. I, mean, I can't be everywhere in every single property we have, and I don't know exactly how the deer are going to walk through there. Right. I know what time they're going to go through <laughs> there, but. How, how many acres do you guys have? Like, I don't know if you even know like the total accumulation. or It's changing on a daily basis. Really? And going up. Because, I mean, we got a certain landowner that we're dealing with that he has turkey ground right now mm-hmm. that he can add to it. So we're adding that turkey ground. But then he has friends of his that come down and use some of that ground for deer. So we can't use that for deer. But we're working with our landowners. Right. I mean, we take care of our landowners and we respect them. But we also, you know, whether it's turkey, I mean, you guys are going to come down there if you do. You're going to see numbers of Rio turkeys that you just don't see everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they are a hard hunt. They're not going to be an easy to hunt, but we got them. Yeah, we're going to see birds. Yeah, you're going to see birds. You're going to be able to And that's what birds. counts. I mean, success is kind of like... you. Either success is the bonus. It, people want to see animals. I imagine. I don't know. That's what I would assume. If people are seeing animals and have encounters and are up close on them, they're probably going to have a good time. Success probably doesn't matter for outfitting. Like that's the number everyone looks at when they book. But well, that's the thing. Every we've already answered so many questions this weekend, and I've lost my voice. You can hear that. But the first question I asked is success rate percentage. Well, it's. I mean, we can give them a number, but we're just throwing a number out there. Because we can't control what happens. Right. I mean, I have that guy that came down the last week of October last year. He showed up early. And I said, well, your hunt don't start till tomorrow, but I'll put you in the stand. You might, you're might, you here. Right. So right. him and his buddy go to two separate stands. Well, and the guy that was the reason why they showed up early, I put him in a stand next to, the, next to one of our properties, next to the refuge. And on this stand set, I can sit up at the old farmstead and watch the whole scenario play out. Oh, really? And I told him, like, the buck that we're after is down in this clump of trees on the refuge. Here's the time that he's going to come out. Now, if a vehicle drives down that road, the time's going to be pushed back 15, 20 minutes. But if everything goes right, he'll be in front of your blind within 15 yards for you to shoot. So this whole hunt goes on. And it worked like clockwork. The deer came out. The deer I was looking for, he walked. It's almost like I tranquilized the deer, and I just trained it what to do. <laughs> right. But I watched you let him deer. off the leash and push yeah. him out there. You, yeah, did did him up. yeah, I did my homework. <laughs> right. And a 173-inch class deer walks in front of this blind. The guy shoots at six yards on his first day, his first sit. He wasn't even Damn. supposed to be there. Yeah, exactly. He was a day early. You just ruined your business practice. So all the good deer that you want, it's like, hey, when do you want to come book a seven-day whitetail hunt? You're like, I know that deer's pulling up. Uh, he's not going to show up. So you book him the next day. That's smart business. <laughs> so you this book dude's him into, first, I'm screwing with you. First couple hours of his sit at a hunt with you guys, he shot a 173-inch buck yeah. at yeah. six yards. Yeah. yeah. His, the deer's name was Hubba Bubba. Our buddy Merck named him. Merck. He's seen the trail cam pictures, and he's like, Hubba Bubba. <laughs> it, wasn't quite, it wasn't quite like that. Well, how'd yeah. it go? Well, I mean, you know, I like, he was to, like, quote, I like to quote movies. Uh-huh. And you've seen the movie Eight Crazy Nights, correct? Oh, yeah. You, uh-huh. know, you know Little Never Whitey? Seen it. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, Hubba Bubba. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, Every that- year they do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> he got nice boobs. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
But that's a great movie. Not, not every hunt, hunt hunt works like that because you can go to the opposite of the spectrum. I had a guy from Oklahoma come up and he missed two world class whitetails within fifteen minutes. So more like Oklahoma. And I I mean I can't control that. I can put mm-hmm. you on the deer. Right. It's it's up to you to close the deal. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and everyone should know that. I mean, maybe they bitch if they don't know that. But that's I feel like that has to go without saying. Like. Yeah, I can put this deer in front of you, but if you suck, not that you suck, but you could yeah. miss, or you might suck, and you miss, it's not your fault. Because you guys are doing terrible with. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty terrible with a bow. <laughs> okay, so I, I would have been that guy, right? And you put a huge deer in front of me. I'm like, what? Oh, that's dirt. That's, <laughs> it's just like you know, we got we got a lot of good turnover from last year. We had uh, these guys from working class have seen the trail camera pictures. Oh, we yeah. had a deer mm-hmm. that. Was pushing 190 last year, three and a half, and we had one client that had the opportunity at getting them, and he was a guy that from Pope and Young that told us let that deer go one more year. Yeah, let I him mean, go. He's going to break 200. Well, if we look at that deer. We have him rolled over, and we got trail camera pictures of him after deer season was done. He made it through, and if that deer makes it, we had him so patterned last year. If I had a youth hunter in to come in this year. It would be almost a closed deal at a whitetail they may never ever see ever again. Yeah, for this sure. This deer is just an absolute freak. I self-identify as eleven. What's up? Well, I mean, <laughs> shave the beard. I self-identify as a uh, Kansas resident too. What's up? Well, you're gonna have to talk well. to the state about that one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. They can talk to my lawyer about that one. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't, re- didn't realize I was talking with a bunch of Democrats here. <laughs> you boys have a nice day. <laughs> Later. Merkley. got triggered. Hey, I, I am curious, though. Like, um, when you guys are keeping track of all your all I wanted your to talk about the 190-inch deer. Because I want to get to that. Okay. So why don't you let me do my thing, Kurt? Let's run the show. Do we need to step out for a second, boys? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> the question's going to take 20 minutes it's to ask. Good, yeah, it's like, God damn it. The Working Class Bow Hunter podcast will be right back after a brief <laughs> Commercial break. Steve, <laughs> dumb shit. Uh, no, like, dumb oh, shit. <laughs> after Steve's not so brief, dumb shit. When you guys, um, when you guys are after some deer, I mean, obviously you got like you probably got the board like everybody else says where these deer are. Um, do you guys do a whole lot of shed hunting just to you know kind of get that um, you know reassurance of yeah this deer at least made it, or are you rely, relying on trail cams to kind of know you know for in the summer when people are trying to book hunts, it's like yeah these are the deer that we think are probably still here. I mean, how, how does that work? For well, you guys? we do quite a bit of shed hunting, but you know. When we get down with the show and I get back, I'll take out the lab and we'll go do some shed hunting. But, I mean, also, our time of the year, our deer are dropping right now like crazy. Usually about the first week of March, we start dropping. Is that your weekend to hit it hard? Yeah. Okay. But then, you know, we got to keep our business going, and that's why uh-huh. we do these trade shows. Yeah. I mean, we have – I got a landowner that one of the landowners deals we deal with. He's a big-time waterfall hunter. So he's been out there hammering snow geese the past couple weeks and mm-hmm. just hammering them. But he's been keeping an eye out. And if he w- drives by one in the cornfield or something, he'll pick it up for me so I know. We have, you ask my wife, Our my trophy room is 90% sheds and then a couple big deer, but it's 90% sheds. Sharing is sheds. caring, John. Dude, sheds are cool because you can pick them up and handle them. That's the fun thing about yep. sheds. You can toss them around and, you know well, what I mean, look at them from every angle. That's what's like the beautiful thing about sheds. It's a different... It's a bonus point. 
Well, I got you know to tell I mean? a story, go back to a shed hunt. I was hunting with my Marine Corps buddy back in Fort Riley, Kansas. And we watched these gobblers cross the road. And when they crossed the road, me and him were like, well, we went straight military mode again. We're like, well, we can get in front of them. We can low crawl. We can get in front of them. Right. And we did. Right. So, anyways, these two strutters come in. And I was calling for him, and he was he was going to be the shooter that day. And he smokes both these gobblers right there. And we walk up there where they dropped. There's a shed laying there. And then a patch, about three dozen morel mushrooms laying right next to the both, both those wow. turkeys. I mean, if you're a turkey hunter in the Midwest, That's it's like, all about the sheds and the morel mushrooms. And everything happened on that kill. Really? I mean, you can't recreate that. And that's just... Were you shitting yourself? Oh, yeah. I was like... You know what I, I mean? It's I was like, tapping on his shoulder anyway. like, Ryan, <laughs> look around, look around. He said, oh, we hit the mother load. That, that is the grand slam of springtime. Exactly. Yeah. You of, can't of like, that. That's the super slam. Yep. That is awesome. So you, you scored... You need another uh, beverage over there? You look a little dry. He is a little dry. He I, does need another one. I don't even like bush lattes. <laughs> you don't even like them? No, I got yeah, really... Well, John, there we go. We don't get to be back on the bus. Way to go. <laughs> back in my younger days, <laughs> I drank a lot of bush latte suitcases back when I made them in the suitcases because they were cheaper. And I got way too abbreviate. Well, I can't even use the right word. Inebriated is there the correct word. <laughs> <laughs> not- so... You guys, uh, basically, you have a good spot. I mean, you're hitting the the Super Slam of springtime, and uh, we're throwing beers around like it's crazy. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So you've hit the Super Slam of springtime. You guys got big whitetails. You got turkeys out the Yazoo. Um, yazoo? I made that up. That's a hell of a word. I, I like I'm that. excited if we get to go down and turkey hunt with you guys because I've only killed eastern turkeys. You know, I've never, I don't have any other subspecies of turkey. Well, Rios are fun. I mean, what, last year yeah. I had a... What's the, you guys have easterns at all there? Is, are you guys anywhere where you have no, a little sh- bit of both? straight Rios. What's all the, for the people that don't know, because I, I don't keep up on turkeys a lot. I like turkeys. I'm interested in turkey hunting. Like an eastern versus a Rio. What's like the difference? That, You're going to get a bigger body mass in an eastern. And you're going to get the on their tail fin where they come out. They're going to go brown all the way to the tips. Yeah, yep. I mean, the Rios, you're going to have the little bit of cream color on the tips. And then the Merriams, you go all white. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the Gould turkeys down in New Mexico, you got just, I mean, they're pearl white all the way through. Okay. But oh. each species hunts different. I mean, right. last year, I mean, prime example, <laughs> last year we had a father and son out they actually booked their hunt here at the iowa deer classic oh really? okay and they came out nice. and he's he's hunted all over the united states for turkeys needed his eastern it needed his rio excuse me to finish his grand slam so he's like i've hunted all over take my son i'll hunt by myself so i took his son out and yeah me and his son we whack was whacking and stacking birds so we go over he hadn't get his bird yet so i was like well i'll go out with you in the morning He's like, well, I can call. I was like, I'll just go out with you. If you want to call, I'll just be there with you. I want to be there with you and you get your bird. Right. So we're about 250 yards away from the roost, and I, I don't like setting up any closer than that. Let the birds kind of do their natural thing okay. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Let them get down and kind yeah. of do their thing, and then, then so you work it. Okay. He was talking, and those toms weren't answering him. I was like, can I take over? And I took over. I'm not saying I'm any good at calling. I mm-hmm. mean, I've met a lot of people so but much it's better. It's your area, though. Yeah. You know, you're familiar. So I... Reach, I reached out to those toms again, and I heard a slight hen talk to me. So I switched from talking to those toms, and I got her. 
and we went on a battle for about 15 minutes, and I was cutting her, and she was getting mad. Yeah. But I knew she was coming. Mm-hmm. And it's she like was that chicken smiles her. at a bar. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. You, you got you it. Saw, I, I mean, yeah. confidence goes up. You know, I got this. I can you look close at her, the she, deal. She saw you drinking that... <laughs> That bush latte, she smiled. You went on it, dude. Exactly. You, you went on, on instinct. It. So it was pure instinct that yeah. you were like, yeah, I got to call this thing in. So then he sh- the hand was coming, and she gets up, and she comes right to the decoys, and she stays at my hand decoy, and she would not stop. Well, at this point, I knew the toms were coming, but I wanted to keep her interested. Right. So I had to change tone, and I had to change volume, and I had to you know, tuck my head into my armpit just to... Yeah. Break it up a little But I kept her interested And the whole flock followed her Next thing you know I look over at him I was like Make sure your shotgun's pointed over there I'm About to count of five Pull the trigger I mean And it happened oh, Exactly like that And he's like Let me guess You're gonna say You were the deciding factor I was like Well Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let that I'm not saying that But yeah that's what happened uh, yeah, I don't really I mean, know that, What the hell you're talking about But yeah that's basically what's He's going probably on. I called them in before They're coming for you But I mean That's the thing about us we do our homework. I mean, we're hunters. Right. Right. And yeah. that's that's the thing. You know, I go out. I can't. We don't hunt. Our our lease ground is for our clients. Mm-hmm. That's why they pay their hunts. It's not f- to make us rich. It's to pay the lease payments. It's to make sure the deer are getting the health that they need, whether it's our BB squared or if it's our arrow seed. The hunters are paying for that. Yeah. We are hunters. We do not hunt our lease ground, though. We won't do it. Which is cool. Except for going out to maybe help our dough mine. Dough. Right. right. Hey, that's for the better of your business at that, at that yeah, point, exactly. too. You know? no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How many times That's business management. At, at yeah, no one's really paying to shoot a dough. Hey, exactly. Like, well, then let me ask you this. Have you guys have you guys been put in a situation when you do that, you're going out, ah, let's go kill some you know, late season does or whatever, you know, so maybe some early dough management, you know, the first week is gone. Have you guys been out in a situation and you can lie if you haven't, Sitting out there, and you're like, oh, here comes that slob that we got. You know, big well, bastard. And he comes in. Have you just not drawn back on him? Or? This year, it happened. It's funny that you asked that question right now. This year, it happened. I was up there because during deer season, the w- let me backtrack. The way we run our operation, when you book a hunt with us, you're booking that week. It's your week. You're not showing up unless you ask for it. Hey, just throw me with a couple other guys. But when you initially book with us, you're booking that week, and it's your week. It's your lodge. It's your menu. It's your week. You're paying for the experience. So you guys cook and all that, too? Oh, yeah. yeah we do everything. included on it. Yeah. Your, no your meals, your lodging, your transportation. As soon as you show up, you don't have to touch your vehicle again. Is there a heavy you, police presence there? State trooper. Okay. And yeah. one of them's not happy because one of the grounds we leased, he used to be able to have the rights to hunt on until we leased it. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I was going to say. It's one of those but it's it happened this year. I'm sitting in the blind, and actually the blind where that guy shot that 173. And I'm sitting there. I'm waiting for does to show up, and I knew what time they were going to be there. Also, I look on the other end of the alfalfa field, and it's never happened this way before. But I look, and there's this buck that came off that federal refuge. And I'm not joking. I I've seen a lot of deer, but he probably had nine to ten inch drop time with the ball hanging on the end. Oh, I'm oh. Not, this is the biggest deer I've ever seen on the hoof. And he's walking towards me. Fuck. Walking towards me. And I picked the bow up. And I don't know if it's my military training or the way I brought up. I'm an honest man. And I just set the bow back down oh. and watched it. Oh. Nope, you're stronger than I am, brother. You're stronger it's, than I am. Did you, cry, did you cry a little bit? Did I, you shed a tear? 
I would for sure. It was a long night. It was a sleepless night. You and never, I was like, and I told myself, I'm never going to go hunt that blind again because I don't want to. The temptation, man. Temptation. temptation. Right. Get to you. you never saw a deer again, did you? Never. You know, again. on camera. See, that's that dude. I, you know, I, I I would think that if if you guys, yeah, I would have shot. <laughs> yeah, Murray Mark's never out of shot. Murray just hit me with I the head shake and the. I'm just like, gonna send it. That's, <laughs> and dude, that, that's one of the things, man. I'll that's, deal with the consequences later. That, that's an honest. Uh, that says a lot about your character. Yeah, it though. says a lot about you. I mean, obviously, if you I'm a weak, weak man. If you've never seen that deer before, chances are you might never see him again. Uh, sending an arrow is probably good. On your end, you probably if you would again, he sent that arrow. You never saw him, but again, it's that unknown. So you get nightmares still from it. No, no, not anymore. No. <laughs> that was cold. No, <laughs> but you little, know, little sour. I don't know if, it, as I said, I don't know if it's the way I was brought up or my military training. But the what's instilled in me when I promise a client that they're going to have an opportunity to come hunt the buck of a lifetime. I'm not just taking their money. I want them to experience yeah. me. And that's why most of our clients, they come in one year, they keep coming back. Yeah. Because the way I treat it's them. It's a morals and ethics thing for you, which is but cool. this year, it worked for my... It worked again because it was late season. It was after rifle season was over. It was Chris, the week of Christmas. My wife was traveling for work, and we were going to meet at my in-laws, her mother's, and I was like, well, I'm going to take the boys up to the lodge, and we're going to go do some goose hunting. We're going to go do some upland hunting. We're going to go do some deer hunting, you know? They, they're they young. They got their bows. Let's go do some deer hunting. How old are they? Uh, six, 13, and 15. Good so, Lord. How old are you? Thanks, Mark. 37. Oh, man. I apologize <laughs> right. for any extracurricular sounds that may come from my cellular <laughs> device. So you got 15, 13, 6. Yes. Okay. All boys? All boys. And I, I mean, I It's lo- a scary thing. It really is. I mean, <laughs> Uncle Merck comes He's around. He's about to be the football coach of the middle child that's becoming a freshman <laughs> oh, this year. Good so. Lord. But that anyway, kid's going to be drinking beer next year. That is just as <laughs> scary. <laughs> <laughs> but put you in we were out there. Keep some light. We were out there. And just the freshman. Oh, just the freshman. <laughs> Nobody cares about them. <laughs> oh, come on. I care deeply. That's a man's child I right care now. deeply about my football players. If you cared just about not them, the freshman. You, yeah, I'm about to say, if you cared about them, you would let them That's a joke. If you the coaches are listening, I really do care deeply about all of our children. If you cared about those kids, you let them know, even though they are going to drink beer, that Keystone Light is dog piss and Bush Light is cat piss, but better. Well, just saying, just saying. All righty. I don't know where that came <laughs> from. Hey, how so, are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Let's merge back into where we were talking. Oh, yeah, because I want to get to where turn. you were going. Thank you. Well, anyway, Thank you. sorry. I took the kids out. You know how we are. And the landowner that we leased from was up there, and he's like, hey, I'm goose hunting. Do you want one of your kids want to go goose hunting with me? So my my older kid says, I want to goose hunt. I want to goose hunt. So we get it all squared away, and he's going to go jump into the goose pit. I'm not joking. I just dropped him off. Ten minutes after I left, I get a phone call from him. I was like, what? He's like, Dad, I just shot my first goose. He shot a snow goose like ten minutes into his first in the oh, goose shit. Nice. That's awesome. And then I'm not 20, 30 minutes later, he, the landowner calls me. He's like, uh, are you put your other son in the blind yet? I was like, no, what's going on? He's like, your son just got abandoned. 
his second goose in his whole life really? was bandit. Which is he ridiculous. He shot a Canadian. Because I've been hunting for seven years, and I have not seen a freaking band in person. This is stupid, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's unfair, and so, I don't want any part of it. So he did that, and I'm so proud of him. But then I go stick my middle son in the blind, and we're sitting in the blind. And this is the last night of the hunt. Fresh fish, yeah. We're sitting in the last last night of the hunt, and the alfalfa field is loading with does. And we're there for a doe hunt. Right, but you know the it was the late season, so his license is good for a buck and a doe. Right, right. And this one sixty walks in ten yards from the blind, and I was like, "Are you gonna, you know, you shoot that some bitch or what?" (laughs) And he looks at me, he's like, "No, Dad, they're clients, dear." Damn, and he didn't do it. That says a lot about I mean, your boys, man. The way we're whoop his ass, <laughs> dude. You're, you're, hey, you're, Uncle Merch coming your back. Kids, better run. Your white privileged kids, because they know they got two hundred inches runner. Ah, oh, he's got forty inches to grow yet. But that's See, the thing. That's you, you train your kids to have strong willpower. I was not trained that way. No. Therefore, like my willpower is by I'm just not going to hunt there at all. Because I kid, know oh, yeah. I don't have the self-control to Dude, do that. You're going to be tempted. We, I don't. I, 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 That's I'm, why I'm, he's our waterfall guy. <laughs> you know what I He's like, blow him away. Hey, they're in the sky. Time to time. Shoot high. I'm, Wrong statement. Deer don't fly from property to property. Water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know that 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 is really your admirable. Birds I mean, yeah, birds. That, that shows you didn't raise your kids right. <laughs> your birds no, are my birds. Shows, <laughs> fuck your birds. Know if it shows that we raised the kids right, but it shows that. I mean, we're trying to do something different with uh-huh. this outfitter that yeah. just doesn't get done. Well, I it, mean, can I throw? Can I run like a what? Pe- what my? Oh fuck! How do I word this? My perception of what people think of outfitters in Illinois in our area is that they're bad, not good. We get the same thing in Kansas. Yeah, we get. The as same a matter of well, fact, the town. Well, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. To well, they, they, the main thing that that I've seen since I've come on a couple years ago was the fact that like everybody's mad because they think all we're doing is leasing up all of the ground mm-hmm. so that we can hunt it. Right. I don't think that they have the full understanding of you know we're doing this for people to get a once in a lifetime thing. Right. There's a lot of people in other states that don't have the size of deer that we have that are going to or come the property down. access. So what they do is they yeah, hunt an outfitter a week or two a year. Right. Right. Well, that's that's why we're doing. It. We're trying to help other people have their once in a lifetime hunt. Be it like we had a guy last year or two years ago that he needed two Rios yep. for turkey to finish two grand slams. That's all he needed. No shit. Yeah, and you know, like well, that's why we do it. Right. We do it so that those guys can come down and they can get a once in a lifetime thing. Like, there's not too many places you can go that are going to have purebred Rios that you're going to have that that chance to shoot two turkeys that opportunity right, to right. Do that. same right. story that man hugged me while crying and he's 78 years old no the day shit. he can he it took him a whole lifetime but he completed two grand slams that's awesome man i mean that's why that we do awesome. it you know what's like you talk the talk about the grand slam i i love turkey hunting i respect it but i'm not like big on it deer is my primary of course Mo- i think most of deer is most of our primary mm-hmm. right but the more that I think about it and the more I look at like the experiences you can get in turkey hunting with the different subspecies, the more I want to get a turkey slam. Because I think, one, it would be a great experience to say, yeah, you know, I went to Kansas and shot this turkey there, or I went to South Dakota and shot this Merriam over here, or, you know, it would just be a cool thing. And to have, like, the fans on the wall, like, labeled. Because people from Illinois that don't hunt don't realize that, yeah, there's turkey, but there's different subspecies of turkey. Like, it's cool to explain. Yeah, I went around and I traveled and 
well, a lot, not a lot of people know that there's different turkeys out there. They just think a turkey's a fucking turkey. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Thing. Exactly. With turkey hunting. With turkey hunting to, to do your grand slam, you gotta have a witness signature. <laughs> oh, you oh, do? Shit, yes, yeah. you have to have a witness signature. Well, that means you're doing that hunt with somebody. Right. Somebody has to be there to witness you killing that Merriam or you killing that Rio. So you're com- so you're, is, a, you're is a slam a registered? Is it a registered thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I, you have to get the paperwork printed out on the NWTF. You got to fill it out. Your witness has to sign it. You got to send it back in. No shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just like a personal thing. Like, oh no, yeah, I they give look. you a coin and a plaque and everything. You completed your no shit, <clears throat> but you got to have a witness. Well, if you have a witness, that means you're telling a story. So you yeah. had to witness that. Yeah. That is cool. Hey, do you want? That's kind of neat. I mean, it's just yeah. like for whitetails, I'm a measure for the Pope and Young Club. So in order, I like say you enter. You know this. You guys are outfitters. So if you want to enter a deer, you got uh, you have to have a witness to that you did it in a fair chase way. Yep. And a lot of people are like, "That's stupid." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's trying to keep it as as, as honest as possible. As honest as possible through paperwork. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you know? and and it's just it's a code of ethics, and that's what we need in hunting because. If there's not a code of ethics, then you get a lot of shitty people involved just to do shady shit. I mean, you've seen that this year. I mean, this past year alone. Chris Brackett. I mean, some of the people we've looked up to for years. I'm dropping names like a motherfucker over here. Fuck him. Well, 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 for real, fuck Chris Brackett. Am I right, though? Imagine if he did did, that on your guy's prairie storm. Yeah, yeah what kind of deal. shit would that get you? Here, let's, let's, uh, let, me, let me talk weapon. about that. Let's That's what's going to get you. What would that get into you no, guys? If someone poached, <laughs> if someone poached went way up deer the on now. your property, <laughs> like property you guys lease, because obviously you lease, but it's a crime... Legitimate crime was committed well, on that's land a, that you guys are. are well, you guys held liable? What would happen? No, if, that's if, taking no, money. No, it's no, him. No, He's an no, individual. No. No. Yeah. See, that's it happened so, during, during deer season this year. It happened this year. Yeah. If you follow me on Facebook or anything like that, there was a night that I went out there. I was worried. It was rifle season. It was opening weekend. Yeah. And we're. I mean, being next to that refuge, the temptation is there. Oh, for sure. If you don't got the the upbringing or the just. I don't even know how to say it, but I knew the temptation was there. I went and was planning to sleep in my truck that night, watching my property. They were watching. They knew I was out there. I was parked on the edge of the property on Dude, this road. Would you hear a rumor or something? What was going on? It's just a little birdie. Next, right next yeah. to a, refuge. a little birdie. Right next to a refuge, and I knew all those deer coming off that refuge were going to oh, come okay, to us, okay, okay. and they're going to be in the open fields. I knew road hunters were going to be out, and that's the thing. They have so much guts because. I mean, from that property next to the refuge, you can see the federal game warden's house. Oh, yeah. no I mean, shit. He lives right there. Savages. Smart, smart. You, got, you got balls of steel if you're going to go out Damn, and try dude. to poach right there. Especially with a gun thing. right that, that close. Yeah. That night, grief. by 1030, I was chasing in my big Ford Super Duty diesel, chasing a Toyota Tacoma out there that was doing that. Oh, that's he why he didn't catch him. He should have had a Chevy. Did he, did he get well, a shot off? I, 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 I wanted to start off the get-off, so did, it was either Dodge or Ford. So. Well, never mind the truck, Steve. <laughs> I'm more interested in the deer story. Did, did he get yeah. a shot off or what? No, no. My lights came on, and he got scared. And no he fucking, shit. He was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but that's oh, the shit. Case. There's a game warden. Better go. Yeah. But my client. Yeah, that's what he thought. I had a client. Oh. That, the reason why I was out there, I had a guys that are coming back that... The buddy of the guy who shot the 173, he didn't get his deer. He came back the same year and paid for another hunt to hunt archery during 
rifle season because that was the only time he could do it. Mm-hmm. I was out there for that client doing that. That's badass, dude. That is badass. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I'm not that way. I yeah. seriously, when you walk into my lodge, <laughs> really? Mer- your lodge. Your lodge? I, did I say your? I said all. You said, I walked into my lodge. I thought, I thought it was Blake's lodge. I not well, when you walk into Prairie Storm's Lodge. Blake does Hey, show. here's the thing. Well, because I'm curious. Family. He's yeah. taking proud ownership and... And rightfully so. I mean, he, he should he should definitely be proud yeah. of, of Prairie Storm. I mean, like, this is... I feel like... I watched him choke you out last year. Why are you talking down this, man? You, you watched who <laughs> choke me out? Seriously, if we, if we got into a fight, a lot more stuff would be broke than just us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Dude, I, 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 I enjoy that. You got 300 town. pounds of solid steel and sex appeal and 275 pounds of whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> whatever he is in sex appeal. <laughs> what yeah. you said last night in the hotel says I got sex appeal too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it never like, happened. Hey, how are you? I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that man. Like, for real, that was not in my head. Well, let's see your cargo shorts is staying on that. You're impeached. <laughs> Bill, Clinton, Bill Clinton reference. He actually got impeached, by the way. I want to throw that out there. But... <laughs> Because I, I was curious hey, about like, what happened to that guy hey, who came in and, um, you know, like you said, yeah, the, the guy came booked the hunt. They came early. The guy shot the deer. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, but it, like, it kind of just got passed away by, or passed by the wayside, you know, that he ended up. Tick. Tick. Yeah. He did it. I, I did it. I did it. But you did that for that guy. And. You know, I, I think you're a working class guy. You're like all the rest of us. You understand situations. Not everybody can get time off. And when you can, if you can pay that premium ticket to be in the land of monarchs like Kansas, I mean, that's awesome that you would go out of your way, have a sleepless night just to make sure that this guy has every opportunity he can. As an outfitter like you guys do year-round. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, the, the premium ticket that you just mentioned, like, I mean, it may look expensive on paper, but... As you know, like we are all working class guys, we understand that not everybody's going to be able to pay ridiculous amounts of money. Right. And like mm-hmm. he said, we're not trying to come rich because of this thing. Yeah, we want you to be able to have your you know once in a lifetime chance. Well, with that stuff, like for say uh, a deer hunt, you got your your five day hunt. Well, that's everything included. Yeah, your meals, your lodging, your transportation, everything. Is your, your beer your... and alcohol? Yeah. Well, it's there. It's there. Hey, hey look, it's just like this paycheck from the year. We had a fridge full of bush lattes the entire season. That's because we weren't up there. Exactly. It's because I wasn't. <laughs> We're up like, there. oh, the beer's free. Thanks for having us. <laughs> hey, what, what kind of beer do you like? I like IPAs. <laughs> but, I mean, merch, right? I mean, we take you know. care of our people. I mean,. We don't do this. You can't say we the beer's free, like, but there's beer there, and you guys are... It's, right, it's absolutely. hunting camp. It's hunting camp. Yeah, like, you got to yeah. bring beer. Like, don't think you're going to hunting camp without bringing beer. We yeah, that's just Every asinine. Wisconsin <laughs> client that we have, we ask them when they book their hunt. Bring Spotted Cow. Will you bring some Spotted oh, Cow? Yes, yes. That stuff is phenomenal. Our lodge is oh, full of Spotted Cow. Yeah. Oh, we book a lot of hunts out of Wisconsin. Matter of fact, if anybody's <laughs> listening to premium. this... That 173 that got shot, that guy put a premium to his taxidermy to get it done. It will be hanging in our booth at the Wisconsin show. The deer is done. No way. Yes, the, man, you can talk to the people out here outside our room and get a replica made so you can roll it with you everywhere. 
We're trying to do that, but that's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It's yeah. pretty penny. Yeah. Well, hey, you got your uh, crony over here promising free beer. He might as well do okay, that Okay, I'm not shit promising you free beer. I'm saying that if I'm there listen, and I bring beer, you're more than welcome. What I heard is if I book a... It's called courtesy, Listen, Steve. Well, all I it's heard, not like we're going to your house where you make me pay $50 to have two cases of beer, which is just rude. Listen, son, <laughs> all I heard was all I heard was if I go... Oh, you're coming over? you got to buy beer. No. All, all I heard was... <laughs> you got to buy three cases, and it's $25. Whatever you don't drink, you no, have to leave. Dude, the only thing I heard was if I go book a hunt at... PrairieStormOutfitting.com. You get a once-in-a-lifetime hunt. Yes. You get a once-in-a-lifetime and free beer. That's what I heard. I got the no. website right, right? As no. Merck said. Yes, he did. Every guide, we, we, we'll we like the occasional beer. And if we buy beer, you're more than welcome to share it. Now, we might look like alcoholics because it's six or seven cases, but <laughs> if we buy beer, you're more than welcome to share it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a community. I mean, what kind of courtesy is that? You know what I mean? If I make you show up and be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You got to bring your own, buddy. <laughs> I show These up, your daddies. I show, I show up with <laughs> one can. I show up with one can. It's a keg. Yeah. <laughs> I brought one can of beer. Hey, my roll is some bitch out. I got to tap this. <laughs> well, boys, I think we need to. Guys, we got to do more podcasts. Oh, dude, oh, we yeah, have to. Fun. We have it's to good. do the field sobriety test. Oh yeah, we want. Can we do that quick? I've do you want him to fall into your table? <laughs> and we'll do it away from the table. So you got to stay on the mic, though. So. Can you hold up Merck's a professional field, <laughs> field sobriety, sobriety test, test giver. <laughs> test giver. Sort of, so to speak, yes. <laughs> so to speak. He does other cool stuff, too. But he does a lot of other cool things for, for his profession. That's the main source of income for the town he's in. Who's, yeah, let's do it to Steve. Let's give Steve one. All right, we'll give Steve one. Okay, Steve. You, <laughs> what? Do you want to do it? He's a this all day. Oh, you acted like you didn't want to do it. Hey, hey, oh, I'm sure Merck will do it to both you guys. I'm... I'm Okay, can All we right, hey, Mark, Mark, me and him are in a Mazda Miata together. You pull us over. What happens? Hey, have you ever had a three-way? Can He's you driving. <laughs> we both are. I can't drive stick, so he is. <laughs> can we do a three-way field sobriety test? Can you do two at once? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell, we'll give it a shot. Hey, oh, how hell. are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> You okay. boys ready to fail? <laughs> going to jail. <laughs> You're going to jail now. Okay, so we need to record this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna record it. So, Merck, Merc, oh, you got to stand up and do it, huh? Yeah, I mean, we can't do it sitting down. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you could. Uh, I don't know how this works. I've never had this happen. You have to get out of the car. Okay, so you boys are gonna Sir, stand up and do this. Sir, can you please step out of the car? <laughs> Steve, can you please put a large shirt on? Thank you. <laughs> Large. All right, so Steve and the boys are standing up. Merck's up. They're going to do here. They're going to do the... I'll do a little Snapchat. Don't worry about it. He has a Parliament Funkadelic tattoo. All right. All right, Steve. Okay. Okay, so... For the podcast... That's our fault. Tao, are you going to record this for me? You got... Or here. When Steve gets over there, start recording. So, everybody's up. Everyone in podcast land, they're up. Merck's getting them all situated. We get some Snapchats going here. Yeah. Tyler's going to record this. Okay, so spread out a little bit. I want to see. This is Pat. 
Pepsi. Merck, Mer, can you explain what's happening? Like, what what are you doing first? What's the first step? Uh, well, actually, what we're going to do is just going to, we're only going to do one test right now, and it's going to be the one leg stand. So, one test, a one legged stand. What, what they're going to do is just lift the foot of their choice up about six inches off the ground. Lift the foot of their choice up foot about six inches yeah, off the ground. That's my choice. And then they have to look at their toes, and they have to count out loud while keeping their hands. Okay, hold on one side. sec. Hand me that um uh, I don't know if I, I was gonna say hand me that long mic cord but I don't know basically basically what we're gonna be doing is these guys are gonna do the one leg stand oh Doug hand me the long mic the mic with the long mic cord there that one will that reach oh, this way oh daddy luck hey it's your home game show <laughs> hey will you uh got, got you. roll that over here oh fuck we're spilling everything Doug monitor my audio. <laughs> I think they smell for weeks. <laughs> All right. So, so what we're doing? Oh, 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 we're doing this here. So, sounding good? We're good here. Okay. So, Merck's over here. Tell, explain what you're going to do here. We're going to be doing the one leg stand. So these guys are going to stand here with their arms down to their side, and they're going to lift the foot of their choosing, which is only left or right, no, Steve. I said your foot, because that's the one okay. I to So they're going to they're gonna lift it up about six inches off the ground, keeping their foot parallel to the ground. you got to stare at your toes and count out loud until I tell you to stop. Okay, I'm drunk. I can't do that. Okay, so <laughs> the, these boys are um, both very stout, fit gentlemen, and, and they've had, uh, they've had their fel- fair amount of alcohol here in the business. So, all right, let's, let's, let's see the... When I start to begin, just go ahead and lift your foot of your choice up. Both at the same time? Yeah, absolutely. Is that how you do it in the real world? No. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I fart right now? I got my hand up. Go ahead. I heard it. What are we doing with our show? <laughs> can we cancel right. this show? Go ahead. All right. All right. Ready? Wait. Begin. <laughs> lift your foot up. So I got to lift it up and look at it for an hour. I got to pee, so hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look at it for? Until I tell you stop. You got to start so You lift your foot until... <laughs> you can't put your Four, foot down. Five, six, Steve fails. Seven, uh-oh. Oh, no. John's down. John's down. Oh. No, no, no. Wait, I got to do it. Who actually won that? I, I think, John won. I think. I think John won. It won. Steve, Steve put his heel down. Okay, one more time. Here we go. They're doing it again. Steve lost the first one. All right, go. Thousand one. Thousand two. Five with thousand six. This is <laughs> tough over here. Oh shit! He's going to jail. I'm not. Okay, so uh, <laughs> he's going to jail. I'm not. Okay. Okay, you guys were both drunk. What's the, is that? The, what's the next step? Uh, we do a walk and turn. So you have to walk, you know, down a line and back. You think I could do that in my state? No. No. <laughs> We're not going to attempt that because I don't want to break stuff. I can't afford it. Is there another quick one? Another quick one you could do, or is is I mean, that that's, it? That's basically that's basically. I mean, we could have them blown a breathalyzer if you want, but yeah. I don't have one. Okay, I was just wondering if we could do another Blow one. <laughs> do you? Uh, <laughs> Point three seven. All right. All right. So the record. The rec- <laughs> yeah, the test said you guys are both drunk, pretty much. That's what we've concluded from this. Um, all right, I'm going to hand back the mic no. since we're running this like we're on yeah. some talk show. Watch the mic core, boys. Watch the mic core. Oh, shoot. All right. Beer. Here you go, Doug. It's yours now. No. I like the game show idea. This is nice. This is sure nice. fits pretty good. We're idea. still podcasting. Hey, Merck, come on down. 
You win a new car. That you got to pay taxes on. Isn't that the most awkward pause? Stupid. No, the lady over there is like, "Hey, you want to sign up to win a new Silverado?" I'm like. Yeah, but I can't pay the taxes on it. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll have to edit that field sobriety stuff uh, so that doesn't sound so gappy. But yeah, that yeah, works for me. I think that's going to close this podcast out. That nah, works and for me. Seriously, boys. we've talked about it already, but you guys are family now. Appreciate that, You guys that, man. need to come down and do this jerky hunt. Absolutely. I really want to, man. We'd love, we, we love to have all you guys hey, down when, there. When we, um, you imagine what we do within 45 minutes of a podcast, what would happen in a whole hunting camp? Oh, oh, good God. God. When we when we podcast with you guys, Merck's like, yeah, I'm ready to get tased. I was like, hey, man, a fat guy with a beard with personality, I love it. I feel it. Well, I think we're going to hang out tonight, good. boys. Sounds like a Absolutely. Well, we well, I need some 2 by 4s and some 4 by 4s You know, I was just thinking that because I need some good particle board. I was going to kind of put some stuff up in my garage. I'm looking to build a bed, bed frame, so I'm going to need to go get some wood <laughs> good, as well. Good, good. Here That's is good. The, well, here's the funny thing. <laughs> some dowels. I need some treated shit, though. You yeah. wanted to go bad. They got that there. After <laughs> we podcasted with I you guys, dude, it was like, um, yeah, we did Eric, that. They got treated shit and untreated shit where we're going. <laughs> mm. It's the green shit we're looking for. But Ooh. We, <laughs> it was like, dude, we felt like we were like close to you guys, and then we went out with you afterwards, and it was like, we knew. You guys became family right and away. So, well, no, it was like, as soon as we got done podcasting, like I think it was like me and Eric looked at each other, it's like, we got to get hammer of murder. It was like, oh, it's gonna happen. And then when you showed up at the, um, you know, that place out back behind Menards, uh, what they call it where they got all the lumber in the yard in there. Yeah, wherever. absolutely. Yeah, lumber. Absolutely. I was greeted with uh, with bush lattes. That was that's when I knew. I was like, these guys. That's when I knew are the ones for me. <laughs> I like these guys. Yeah, um, I'm glad we got to know you guys. Um, yeah, man. Oh, absolutely. We, need, sure. we yeah, need to have absolutely. you guys on more than once a year. That's the thing yeah. we preach: we this. Do it. hunting and podcasting and conversation brings people together. And it's funny that like we can just see you guys once a year, and it's changing. But we're I feel this close to you guys. Yeah, it a, didn't matter if you guys yeah. had had the business or not. Like the fact that we were able to meet you that's a, that's a cool thing. Absolutely, um, and I, you look I, good I, in that I've shirt. Talked about this a lot. You do we, actually. Yeah, we've we've met a lot of cool people, and it's obviously because of what we do and who they are. It's how we've met them. But uh, even if you guys weren't like, if you guys didn't do what you do, I if we would have met you, would have been on the same level. We'd still love it's you. It's just nice that everything happens. We, for a yeah, reason. everything yeah, happens absolutely. for a reason. It's true. So the whole reason why you grew up to do what you do and to do what you do was just so you can meet us and that's the shit <laughs> absolutely okay. yeah, no, I feel the same way I'm so glad that I was I was created just to, to, meet, to meet Steve and, and birthed to meet you when your parents met the first time your what dad what a bizarre thing the first say. time your dad Mark the first time your dad laid shit? eyes on your mom it was because in like our son's gonna know a man years. named Steve someday and we gotta do this now <laughs> Hey, we're, gonna both, we're gonna both take one. Now, turn this team. Charlie Rich up and get in me. Okay. All right, well, that's, yeah. oh, that's. I'm sorry, mom. I can't control what Steve says. That was you guys really could call up. us and say, "Hey, we're not gonna do a podcast, but we want you guys to drive over here and help us put in a food plot this weekend." We come help. We'd be yeah. in the truck. Well, you guys are gonna get now. your asses to our shoot. We're gonna put on a big shoot, and you guys are gonna be there. All right. Hey, man. I'm down. Hammer down. Hammer down. I'm down. Hey, hey, hey there, smell. bud. It's going to cost you eight hey hours round trip in a vehicle, I'll but you guys got to be here. Right. Fucking hey, can, I win a, can I win a Bradley Smoker, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, you you, you want to kiss on the cheek from Eric. 
How about a Bradley smoker? You can win a you can win a hang out with Steve for a weekend for free. Ooh. We oh, might actually give you yeah, some money for that. I'm in on that. <laughs> so yeah, you get reimbursed for free. You get reimbursed. That's, that's hey, hey, we're so right off, sorry man. about. We're so sorry about. Hey, the only reason we can keep them around is because of the tax write off we get for it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do this, John Merck. You guys are great. Anything you want to close out with? Who the hell is John? Tell the people. I guess this guy. He's the guy that's been talking the entire show. Good <laughs> uh, hey, to meet you, Adam. See, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Here, hey, Michael, Merck, Michael. Philip, nice to meet you. I consider myself more of a Cody. <laughs> Do you really think you're a Nicholas? I, I identify Dude, as a Stacy. <laughs> I almost did. I, I saw the trying to close it out. I saw the line. Was it my eyes? Was it my eyes? Was it my girlish figure? Take off. Kurt's out of here. Kurt's out of here. I saw the line in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm just like, oh, I'll give this show to Steve. My name is Stephanie. Now I have to really pee. <laughs> <laughs> But well, go ahead, check out our website, PrayStormOutfitting.com. Look us up on Facebook. Come Mer- to one of the Corey. shows we're going to be at this year. <laughs> I mean, we're at Iowa right now. We're going to be at the Madison, Wisconsin uh, Deer and Turkey Festival. We're going to be down in Birmingham at the World Deer Classic. So really? Come see have, us. Do you guys have that on your what, website what's that where Birmingham? you're going to be at? Yes, I think we do. Actually, yeah, our, our uh, website has actually just been redone. What's that Birmingham so, date? Do you good. know? I got on it there. so I uh, Middle of July. Okay. I mean, we'll our boss knows, the... and we get told when we're supposed to get told. <laughs> yeah, you'll have that on the website. You Daddy wants to tell you. <laughs> I'll link all of it in the <laughs> descriptions. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thank the hell you, out of you. It's been you. fun. All right, guys. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying the Iowa Classic podcast. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.